Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Hey guys, it's Hayley Quinn here, and welcome back to another episode of Attraction HQ, my podcast where we really dig into love, sex, dating, and relationships giving you practical, useful, and also pretty simple advice actually for getting much better with the women in your life. Today it is my pleasure to be joined by Charles Rare, aka Rare Thoughts, co-founder of Subjectivity UK, writer and therapist, who's I have to say, because we've just taped another podcast already, a pretty punchy speaker, super direct, very philosophical, and he's going to teach you a lot. And in our last podcast, we stumbled across an amazing topic to share with you today. So get this. It's about putting your chips in and following through on your intentions. So it's about banishing hesitation, accepting that life isn't really perfect, accepting the challenge of the moment and proceeding forward with a course of action in the face of fear of failure. So this could be about hesitating to ask out that woman that you want or being undecided about whether to pursue a relationship or not. Hesitancy, I think, is a destroyer of desire and it really doesn't get you very Mm. far. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't reflect on this and take a moment out to decide the right course of action, but we're going to be giving you some steps about how you can follow through. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Again? (laughs) awesome yeah. yeah the secret is we've actually been chatting all afternoon yeah so. we have and we haven't it's literally been non-stop yeah you can't, so much. you can't get a word in edgeways on this podcast today because <laughs> <laughs> we're talk- both talking so Charles how would you think about it when we're speaking to the guys how would you describe you know actually going for a goal and deciding to put your intentions and your chips in it and the benefits towards doing that I think you've already highlighted a key word in this intentions I mean, um, we don't always think about it. Sometimes we think about desires and what we want, but um, we don't think about the intention behind that or as the driving factor. Um, and I think like this, this, this lack of an understanding of our intention comes from how um, guys have been cultivated to be the type of masculine type of men they are in today's society. And that's to sort of rid the man of his emotions, control mm-hmm. him through his ego and drive him away from self. And I feel like that is what is throwing the decisions and the movement of of men into such dis, um, what's the word I was looking for disparity like yeah disarray disarray yeah, that's what I was looking disarray. for disarray disarray yeah and I think there's lots of things which tell you I think in modern life like not basically don't make a decision whether it's like you're on Tinder and you're like well there's always many other women that are out options. there options options, options. Like, I mean, every, like, we're living just, the options age yeah like just think of um, it's so crazy that even that there is a site it's called Plenty of Fish and like how does one make a decision or a uh, move forward with a commitment through Plenty of Fish when well it's telling you there's plenty of more fish <laughs> you know and it's just I, I've had this analogy before where what we tend to do, especially as men, is we love to keep the back door open a little bit. We love to keep the back door on the latch. <laughs> and what that is, it's our escape route. So the moment, because we, like I said, we've been cultivated in such a way to hide away from emotions, we keep it open so that if emotion, if we're presented with that emotion and we're, then we feel that fear, we can escape, right? We don't want to shut it because we don't want to deal with it. So it's always left open. And that's almost like the options. That's like sometimes we still continue to speak to certain people so that we can kind of, you know, have that sort of 
access to them when we need it. Right. So just in case this relationship with this one doesn't work out, you've mm-hmm. got some others that you you've just... You've got those where you go fall back on, right? So, yeah. You know, you fall back on this. I and mean, they always say, like, what? Well, even the world teaches it. Keep your options open. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. Do you not think that we've you know subconsciously taking this in and been conditioned to sort of be the people that the world speaks of yeah exactly and when actually a really awesome relationship is one where there is dependency and you put some eggs in that basket and you know what else i had one of my male clients shared this with me and i thought this was a true piece of golden wisdom he was like i was consider listen to the phrase he's like i was considering you know staying friends with a few of these girls that i was kind of seeing on facebook or maybe just keeping tinder going even though i really like this girl because you know it might not work out but then he said, brilliant. He's like, but then I thought about it and I thought, well, I really like this girl. And if it doesn't work out, what freaking comfort is Tinder and a few people on Facebook going to be? <laughs> exactly. True. Real you know, true. true. Yeah. So you've just got to be cautious there because sometimes when you keep that door, what's it, the door on the latch? You keep the door on the, the latch. latch. You keep the door on the latch. The problem is the woman in your life will find the door on the latch and then she is going to freak out and the security of your relationship goes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And in fact, what in, in sake of what? Because you were afraid to make a decision or you thought, well, what will happen if I really commit myself and give intimacy yeah. to this person? Having that door in a latch, it prevents you from um, dealing with difficult situations mm-hmm. because the door in a latch is something a lot of people put on throughout their whole life. Um, and that's within work, career, ambitions and goals. Let's take our own goals, for example. And why, what, you know, there's such... Uh, a movement as toward towards not actually going for it, and why do you think that is? It's not because people aren't don't want to. It's that the doors on the latch. So when something backs them up enough, mm-hmm. there isn't a, a solid wall. It's just a door that they can fall back through. Oh, I'm going to go this way quickly. I'm going to exit until it becomes a bit more comfortable for me, and that prevents you from actually dealing with the reality that you need to deal with. So sometimes you have a fear. And you don't want to see what the outcome of dealing with this fear is going to be like. But sometimes if you want to really overcome it, you have to face it on head on. You have to give yourself no other option. You have to cut off all other um, escape routes. It's almost like putting a child in a room and saying, you're not leaving until it's done. (laughs) And you have to treat yourself in the same, in the same respects. Because that's what the year, what the year go, the year go is. is. No, I think that's so true. When sometimes when I found my moments where I've had the most inspiration, I've actually got through the most things. And, and, you know, and when you get through something, you kind of prove something something to yourself you feel good and you feel reward it's often when my back has been completely up against the wall and there's been like nothing else to do but face that thing Mm -hmm. and I think we get so good at not facing things and sweeping under you know sweeping stuff under the carpet and this could just be that you think I would meet a woman but you know what like my work is kind of hectic at the moment you know like the classic I'll do x when I've already done y so you kind of put artificial barriers before you can take that action yeah it could be that you're thinking well I'm not really sure if I should you know commit to this person because I just want to see how it goes a little bit longer you and said you said something which I thought was so yeah. awesome these artificial barriers we put yeah. artificial barriers between us and the things that we want to basically achieve when we should be putting the barriers behind us, preventing us from wanting to escape. Right. So it's almost like we don't always need to get to being backed up so against the wall until we have no choice. We need to get to the point where we actually make the decision to put the barriers and set ourselves up to face what we need to face. Right. I feel like that is something a lot of people could benefit from right so if the, let's put this into a couple of dating contexts mm. let's apply the knowledge okay okay let's, go. okay okay let's go let's do it so dating context number one guy really wants to ask girl out 
they see he sees her around maybe she works at the coffee shop or they work in the same building or she's a neighbor and they kind of have maybe a tiny bit of small talk Mm -hmm. he is really worried that if he puts himself out there and actually makes a connection to her and then asks her out that she's gonna be like no mate like and this is weird now because we, we we see each other every day yeah well let's let's look at the alternative if you don't do it how are you going to feel afterwards yeah. you're, still, you're going to probably feel even worse you're going to sit into this place sit in this place of limbo wondering what if what if what if and then you're going to be dealt and, with re- re- regret yeah and also in that space where you're like oh I, th- there is this one person I like but I just can't really it's not the right time to ask her out again if we kind of like pick that apart a little bit what you're really saying is you've actually managed to get yourself caught in a c- scenario where you can't have a relationship mm-hmm. or you can't any any kind short or long term because there's this one person you're interested in you can't have them so that's you've taken yourself off the market for nothing yeah so i think having resolution in that scenario is good and also sometimes if you do an action that empowers you and you feel positive about it and it's communicating authentically to the person then you should at least be able to even if they're not on the same page you can walk away on that and you can think you know what i did i did i did well there like i did justice to myself i I, I was a very um an odd little boy um when i was i younger. bet you were <laughs> <laughs> like despite the confidence a lot of people feel like suits today um i don't think i wasn't confident back then but what it was is that i didn't really understand it so all i knew is that if there was a girl i and i think a lot of guys do do this we run through a million scenarios and we try to pick the best one but the reality is that you don't even get to one of them so um i used to try and sort of like ascertain how should i do this how did it and then i got to the point i was getting much older here where i thought you know what 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 do i really want to gain from this so sometimes I felt, you know, I just genuinely wanted to compliment a girl or I thought the best way was to compliment her. And so that was like this, the, the goal I set for myself. All right, you want to compliment that person, compliment them. Because the idea was that when I was younger and because I never approached girls that much, I even got fearful and scared of approaching girls even if I wanted to say, oh, I actually like that skirt. Because it was a genuinely, I like that skirt. It looks actually really nice. But I got so anxious if you even wanted to say that. So to start reversing the process, I started those small steps if I genuinely wanted to say a compliment like I like your smile or that, and it was just no expectation attached I would do that and that's a way of building your confidence and reducing the anxiety sometimes those are our, our, our you know our barriers so if you really want to kind of overcome that work on those small things you want to say something you want to say hi say hi do it have no expectation mm-hmm. some people may remember like how you act towards someone and how they react towards you is a reflection of them more than it is you. Right. So don't take on the burden that, you know what, their reaction is defining you. Like if she says, Ugh, no, I don't want to talk to you. Stop talking so to me. So much Stop more saying, to do with yeah. her than it is to do with you, right? Exactly. Like, remember, you are literally a drop. Your two seconds that you spent talking to is a drop in the ocean in the sea that is her life so it's like you don't make that much impact yeah. you know she is influenced by everything that's brought her to that space today exactly so that is I think it's very important because we guys we love to take on a burden and if if we don't um, you know you feel like you know as hunters you want to sort of go and get your prey and whatever and bring it back but if you don't you feel like a failure and you take mm. we take and we inter- internalize a lot and again this is going back to this whole idea of men not being as emotional and open about these topics so we hold it in we let it destroy us from the inside out and then you get this guy who's just like you know as soon as the girl says no he's like oh well you're ugly anyway you know so um who wanted you was you not the guy who just approached her phone number saying she was beautiful okay right okay (laughs) right i've got another scenario which i'm really i really want to hear your perspective on as the man uh, right at the moment 
So a guy is hesitating or uncertain about whether to have a full-blown relationship with this girl because he'd said to himself, I want to be by myself. He's met this girl. She seems really awesome. They have a good connection, but he's hesitating. Now, is the solve there, spend time by yourself and sort your head out, or is there a solve there in actually questioning why you're holding back so much? Definitely why you're holding back. And I've, I've had these direct conversations with certain men and, and indirectly through the women these men are dealing with. And um, sometimes what you see is he's already in a relationship with her. It's mm. just not committed. Right. So everything he fears, all, what is it? Is he fears the back door closing. <laughs> back That's to what the back it is. Door. Yeah, Latch. back to the back door. Because he's already spending all, he's investing a lot of time into it. He's, um, he's, he's being intimate with him, sometimes with her. Sometimes these occasions, they're already going out in public and doing, you know, datey stuff. And so it's like, what really changes? The only thing that changes is that he's going to commit himself to her. And it's, it's something he's always doing. It's like the scenario of a guy who says, I'm, I'm not an emotional person. <laughs> but then this guy, you will see him laugh. You will see him happy. You will see him sad. You will see him agitated. You will see him excited. Are those all not emotions? Mm-hmm. So to say that I'm unemotional, all he's doing is linking it to the romantic sense. I aren't, I'm basically, what he's saying is that I am not good with communicating my emotions. I am not good with handling your communication to me. I don't know what to do with mm-hmm. that. So the real fear here is closing that door and having to then explore yourself. I've got this analogy where... Um, and someone- I think, I have to say, I think on that point, either someone, again, a nice piece of advice that someone that came my way was someone said, I don't care what you say, if you text her every day, she's your girlfriend. Yeah. And I think, I think <laughs> yeah. that's like... Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there were some people that... Because anyone who's in a relationship, I feel like you don't, you can't even imagine a day without speaking to them. Right. It's, a, it's like if that happens, something's wrong. Yeah. You know, unless you're in this long distance relationship and you have this understanding, bunny fingers, understanding <laughs> that we're both busy. No, it doesn't happen. But so if you go a day without it, it's just... It's, and it's if I go eight hours, reverse. I'm like, what has gone on? Yeah, Someone's like, died, someone's cheating, someone's up to something. Thank <laughs> you. Like, you, yeah, everyone speaks like, it's it's almost, it's just as much as you breathe sometimes. Like, right. it's, they're just there. Sometimes you can be on the phone to them and just, you're genuinely not having a conversation, but you're just as you would be if you were in each other's presence. Right. It's like, we're just here. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. Just doing this. <laughs> like, you know, okay, cool. What are you doing? Still a bit weird, just typing a few things up. But that's the beauty because some people think, oh, that's weird. Why would you do that? But don't you do that in person anyway? Right. Yeah. So it's normal. It's completely normal. Um, what I like about this as well is I think in this during this podcast, we've incidentally... For the guys out there, I hope you can see there's little things that you'll learn about, like that are coming through truths about relationships. And yeah. relationships, it's not all that you have to go and do all this stuff and constantly entertain her and that she's going to reject you. No, no, no. Actually, when you get into it, if it's a good one, it's pretty calm. Yeah, it's like day to day. Because what, what it's either the reason why it gets into that hectic mode is because you are perceiving particular expectations of they, they have or you have set certain expectations of you that define the um, sustainability of the relationship. So you we always have to break that down. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not saying don't make an effort to date more and go on these dates, but don't feel like you have to do it all the time. Sometimes the date is just you two sitting down watching whatever you watch it's sometimes sitting down and her fits on you and just rubbing each other's feet and you are both happy and content you know and I think when we get to that place then you find comfort yeah yeah outside of that is just discomfort how can because I've been in situations where I also think don't you edge. think that the, the, the back door being on the latch is also a great way to cause discomfort in your life yeah, stress just the whole discomfort around because 
when 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 something scary is happening, what do you do? If the back if you have a back door and if something threatening is happening, you start to move towards it. So it's not to say you're running out, but you start to move. These movements are patterns that can be um, seen in relationships. I was in a relationship a few years ago, um, long time, like around college times, and I would always know when something is wrong. Call it my intuition, but I would always know when it was about to, she was about to sort of call it off. And then, you know, because I would see the patterns would change, the behaviors would change. And people make decisions before they do the movement. Mm-hmm. They, they, they move before the decision is ultimate, basically. So you start to see, okay, cool. They're not calling as much. Their behavior and the way they communicate me is different yeah. because they are trying to ease their way out. Yeah, you start to detach. Yeah. Right, exactly. that's it. That's, that's it. it. In, in a nutshell, you start to detach. And it's a slow process. It's just like And sometimes you don't even realize you're detaching. This is the crazy mm-hmm. thing as well. So I don't know, guys. Like I think that what we're saying is that sometimes... Not the sudden, obviously, you know, everyone needs a certain amount of life experiences to kind of understand the parameters of your world and what's the right thing for you. Um, sometimes you also need to sit with an issue and think on it till you know the right course of action. But there is a real beauty in taking a course of action. And it's what you said, like, sometimes we need to have life experiences. So have them. You know, it doesn't matter how it ends. It's just, just have it. And then, you know, then sort of like rewrite the story because that's really what happens is like we, before we even walk through the door, mm-hmm. you're looking at the door and you're like, oh, what's behind it? It's this, it's that. You try and find every reason to not go through the door. When to be fair, going through the door was probably one of the best things you've done, even though it was the wrong door. You might have found something. And but there could be another door at the, uh, through that door. Exactly. And what you usually find is a bit of yourself. Right. That's it. You take it. You add it, you move on, and that's it. Like I, I've, I've, I've approached girls where I've been rejected, like terribly, you know. But and I would say Charles is, is quite a suave guy. He is, he's, he's well dressed. He's charming. He's charismatic. Good I, smile. I try. Smart. You know what happened <laughs> <try>. to you? <laughs> but it's the idea, isn't it? Like because um, that you know, if you use people's um, reactions to your 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 movements and how you sort of go for certain things to define you, then you change how you perceive yourself. And, you know, you get to a place where you start sort of disliking yourself. Like, what is it about, what is it about me? Sometimes it's not that. Mm. You know, again, we've said it's sometimes it's more about that person. And even if it's about you, well, what can that teach you? What, what does it teach you about yourself? Maybe your approach was different. We had a show through Subjectivity UK and we, it was about social media. Are we connected? And the whole idea was that this... Um, this idea that technology is taking over so much that we don't even know how to sort of have conversations. And I'm talking about real time mm. interactions. And, and I think this is true within relationships as well. The idea is that, you know, the whole approach is becoming such a myth and an old school, um, you know, myth because it's so easy to do the Tinder swipes and all of this stuff that we're not having real conversations. So the anxieties right. that um, arise is due to your lack of experience in just doing it. Right. Because so you the, don't stress, right, about stuff you do every single day and that's normal to exactly. you. And I have to admit, that, that's the, the thing is, that Tinder and all that can be the path of least resistance, right? Because how much effort it is to move a finger from left to right and or right to And to say hi or for guys to actually have this copy and paste messages or for you to sit down for 20 minutes to just to write a paragraph that, you know, puts you, you know, make, creates you in the best light possible. 
Yeah, and I think but the, the beauty, if you can get into approaching people during the daytime, and I would say if this is something or any time that you see them, and if you're interested in this, by the way, go to hayleyquint.com forward slash her mind. That's H-E-R-M-I-N-D, because I've got loads of free videos there for you about starting a conversation, because get this, starting a conversation in real life now has become a rare commodity. It has. So you know has. what? If you don't, you can, you can swim around with all the other fishes on Tinder, or you can make a real impact and also say something about your identity and put yourself into the mm-hmm. world by saying hello where it counts in real life 100% um, oh man this podcast is flying by we're going to get Charles again, on again <laughs> um, in the meantime I'm going to end by asking Charles four questions that I always ask at the end and he's already had a run through of this on my women's podcast so this should be slick and uh, they are to begin with a love hack way to approach love that will make it better shall I, shall I give the same one or yeah the same one okay cool so what, what I said um, on the other podcast is that it was the idea of reflection in the relationship now love is looked at sometimes as something someone else needs to sustain for you but in reality you need to sustain it for yourself so what I tend to do with my partner is that you know this is without her knowledge but she'll probably know now anyway because she's listening (laughs) but I sit down with photos videos and just a simple thought of everything that made me fall for her in in the first place what that does it throws me back to day one because just think about it if you spend um, you know an hour think about all things negative that are about that happened yesterday well understand that yesterday is now in your mind it is now today it is now this current moment so you can put yourself back on square one by regurgitating reverberating and recycling the love and the idea that made you put you in that position in the first place so i do that on a frequent basis to ensure that i am filling my own glass up right and that's it again you see filling his own glass up looking for internal reference rather than external very important okay over to a life hack life hack is the value of time and where you place it like sometimes we end up in places where we you know we wonder why am i here and sometimes you're there because you were chasing something that you deemed as necessary in that place so sometimes you you find yourself in jobs that you don't want to be in and that's simply because you're chasing the money and not your own values or whatever you value i place my value on time and we spoke about time being just one of the most important things in everything we do right so when you're hesitating about asking that girl out notice i would spend 30 seconds in fear of saying hello to her rather than a month or maybe more of not actually saying, saying no, no regretting not, not saying that's that the best way to put it exactly that yeah and you know sometimes when i approached someone it wasn't i i tried not to make it about getting a person's number it was usually about like opening up yeah, a conversation exactly. and like, if they had time we would go and get a drink or you know in exactly. that time so the mindset is like i'm attracted to her so i'm going to create an opportunity for myself to go and talk to her if we connect and there's a big if here and remember this isn't all on you like you know there's personal chemistry involved and she has mm-hmm. to be open and receptive to that Absolutely. and in a space to have that dialogue with you it, under those circumstances if that happens most natural thing in the world to go get a drink or to swap numbers so don't even think about that focus on the personal connection element first it'll get you so much further exactly okay uh romantic something the romantic something the romantic something's Um, happened to you the the, um the romantic most romantic thing that's ever happened to me is after my first date i call it with my current partner it was the most romantic thing she said was what are you doing on thursday she was already in a position to set 
the next time to meet. Now, this is something that isn't doesn't necessarily happen from you know a lot of guys. I, I bet like the guys are listening to this like, like what? Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> guys understand that we're always in a position and the driver's seat of like setting that next day. We we're, we're we're almost just like bombarded by the expectation that we need to do those things. And where I was doing that for a lot of time and with a lot of the dates and girls that I would see. It became something they found comfort in and so much comfort that they didn't think that they needed to make more of an effort. So, you know, I had to take a step back. But with her, like, it was just when I dropped her off, she said it. And I was like, wow, like, you know, that was it. Like, and, and me and my friend were having a conversation about that today. And it happened to him. And it just really showed me how powerful it is when someone is sure and knows what they want, because she could have said that. And I could have, you know, kind of thrown it away, but she went for it regardless, had no expectation. And I think that's what we're trying to, the message we're putting out there today is that just go for it yeah. and, and, and live the experience. And even if you're rejected or whatever, you have something Honestly, to Honestly, if, if the woman is then like, oh, I don't know, I'm not, you know, beyond the normal level. And by the way, if you go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash her mind, I've got videos on how to deal with this stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, if she's really, really, really evasive and is truly difficult to touch, to pin down and you know what she doesn't return your calls and she's playing all kinds of games seriously just leave it just go "Mm -mm, this person is not emotionally stable in the right headspace to be the person i want them to be right now and then that's the case where you go actually there are plenty more fish in the sea yeah absolutely (laughs) that's the right application (laughs) of plenty more fish in the sea um although i have to say if she is like hey i'm willing let's hang out and then you go maybe there's plenty more fish in the sea that's the wrong application. That's the wrong application. That's the wrong application. Yeah, exactly. We're sorting it all out today. Um, final, final thing. Uh, something, and maybe this is to do with women or relationships, something you didn't think when you were younger would be possible, but absolutely is possible. Um, so another one was just really understanding that you are the sole, um, you're, the, you're the sole seed of your life. Uh, what I mean by that is that anything you choose to plant you are in charge of whether it cult- it grows. You are in charge of cultivating that. And um, I guess it's something, because I was a very present child, I would sometimes give up on two things. I didn't see past a certain time frame. I, I couldn't see what was going to happen in the future. So I didn't almost see the importance of actually doing certain things now. But as I sort of grew up and I saw the consequences of the negative seeds that I planted and the positives, I really then began to see that, okay, things take time. So what I plant is going to be very important into, in terms of its growth and the outcomes of that. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in like your efforts now will be your fruits tomorrow. So, yes, yeah. exactly. And ripeness is all. So stick with it, plant some seeds. And that sounds really sexual. I know, I know. I was just like, I just heard Plus, it now. You know, in the women's podcast, I said something about riding. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, the I train. The this train. Was it was the riding the train. <laughs> and now we've got planting seeds in the men's podcast. What a nightmare. What is up with my brain today? It must be because I'm well, going to blame... I said that one now. now you, you, well, it's, I blame no, it's, you then because it's, it's, you said okay, that. Okay, here's it is. <laughs> the hot weather it's may what can i say i'm a terrible human um anyway on that bombshell i'm gonna end my podcast as you know guys i keep it real over here and i'm pretty candid and i hope that though in all of the humor and silliness and me making inappropriate jokes there are some good life lessons particularly the ones relating to how you can get better with women so if you've loved what you've heard today please subscribe and share this podcast comment on it rate it Uh, We do this for free because we want to bring you some great advice. And also, if you want to hear more about Charles, where can they find out about you? You can um, follow me on all sorts of 
um, social media platforms, so Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, Facebook, it's Rare Thoughts, so that's, um, it'll just be Rare Thoughts as in like thinking thoughts. And Instagram, it's Rare underscore Thoughts, and Twitter is the same as well. I've also got a website where I do write articles, which is www.rare-thoughts.com. Dot com. <laughs> we think. Uh, you know what? I'll put a link in. I'll put a link yeah. in. I'll put a link in. Let's say we're just gonna, we're going for it and we're going with the flow today. So anyway, I will be back again next week with another episode of Attraction HQ. And thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old HayleyQuinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. 